This is the Al York Sports Show. So much to do in so little time. Hey, what's going on, peoples? This is the Al York Sports Show. Live every Sundays. Y'all already know what it is. Tune in. We're going to always give y'all a time to check in, and if we off that time slightly, then just work with us, man, because y'all know we're going to give y'all this work, man. Let me introduce my, my dude to my left, Noah Parker, a.k.a. The Secret Weapon, and my question is to you is, you ready to give them this work, man? I've been waiting all week. All week, right? You, you like, like Al, when, when are we going to do it, right? Man, it's, not, it's not even, is it Sunday finally? Yeah, it's Sunday finally. All right, let's get them, man. We're going to go right into the NBA playoffs. This series right here really messed me up, man. Milwaukee Bucks, Toronto Raptors. The Bucks were favored like what? Minus 300, right? Going Something in. like that. Yeah, for the series. 250 ish. Okay, so I couldn't give that out, so I gave out a parlay, Milwaukee with Dub Nation, which almost paid almost even money. Bucks went up 2 nothing. Game one, they should have lost. They won 108-100, but they were down a whole game. They was up at half, up in the third quarter, and then uh, Bucks came in the fourth quarter and took the game over from the Raptors. My question to you is, how does this happen? How do they win six games in a row? Because they lost game one of the Boston Celtics, won four straight, won the first two against the Raptors. Me and you was already saying, oh, who you got, Milwaukee or, or Dub Nation? And Kawhi, we forgot to tell Kawhi Leonard and them that they was going home. Your take, man. Because I'm still confused right now. Well, I'm going to go with, first of all, when you go up 2 nothing, you take your foot off the gas a little bit. So I'm going to say that they kind of did that a little bit. But at the same time, you got to realize that Toronto made a lot of adjustments. Okay? <coughs> if you watch their defense especially, the way they put that wall up for, for Giannis every time he came to the hole, Made your, made your shooters beat you. Because if the shooters beat you, I mean, there's nothing you can do about it. You can't, can I, it's hard beating both of them. Can I get in right there? What they did, Toronto, is what I thought Boston was going to do with them. You kind of thought that also, right? That's true. Take Giannis out. Let everybody else beat you. But the thing was, <clears throat> against Boston, they showed up. Right, but they're also a little bit longer, too. Some of these guys, Ibaka, the right. specialist. Yakums, you know, yes. than just Forford. And then when you got Powell in the game, he's also like kind of long. Right, Norman Powell. You know what I mean? And Gasol and, and wasn't a factor, but he was a factor in a couple games. But go ahead, continue. So I'm going to go with that first. First, great coaching. You know, uh, they definitely outcoached the other coach, yep. Especially Both when older. your first year. You come in, you don't know what to expect. All you know is LeBron's out the East, so you got a chance to make a run in the East. Right. So going in, everybody before the season thought the Celtics were going to make that run. So once the Celtics was out, you got the chance of a lifetime right now. You can make it to the finals without having to worry about running into the LeBron James and company. So they already saw it, playing the Bucks. All you got to do is really stop Giannis and make sure the shooters are not hitting. Let the shooters like Bledsoe kill you. Let other shooters, not Middleton, not... Yeah, they kind of took Middleton out, too. Right, exactly. He was below his average, and also Giannis, said, so let, good points. Let these guys, let Brooke Lopez beat us. Yeah. Let Eric Bledsoe beat us. Let Nikola Miritich beat us. Conanton. Conanton. Um, right. uh, let Brogdon beat you. Exactly. 
And those guys, like me and you, know they're not consistent they're great players, but they're not consistent. Now, Iasova <clears throat> is a great shooter, but they, they always have somebody on him. Now, he had a couple sightings, but that was it. But go ahead. Yeah, that, and he's just a little bit behind. He's a little bit longer than two till. Right, right. He's been playing for a while. So, it was a good game plan right there. And second, I'm not going to say they got lucky in game three. That went double overtime when Giannis fouled out in the second overtime. They were able to steal that no, game. No, that, that was the – I mean, I thought game five was the game of the series. Right. right. I think it was for remember, both teams. It, it, but game three was bigger because they were down all three. They would, they would have been down all it, three. That's a wrap. <clears throat> so now in game five when it's 2-2, anything can happen. Yep. <clears throat> the Bucks came out 15, 16-point lead right out the gate. You thought it was a wrap, but – I knew it wasn't a wrap. You know why? Because Toronto keeps they, – they don't quit. They just – they keep pecking. Keep pecking. I knew that Milwaukee really had to separate themselves. Like Twenty twenty-five point lead. Right, like they did in game two. There you go. And when I seen that only ten and twelve, oh, yeah. I ain't gonna lie to you, man. And when you told me you was on them, I was like, you know what? It's gonna be a sweat fest for my boy, man. And, you know they don't have a lot of experience. Just George Hill played in the finals. <clears throat> you got a couple other players with some playoff experience, but at the same time, on the other side, you got Danny Green been in some finals. You got Kawhi Leonard who played in the finals. Yep. You got a lot more experience on that end. Worked out in their favor. They were able to persevere. And, you know, it's more Toronto taking that series than the Bucks choking it away, in my opinion. Okay, okay. I know what you're saying. They more went after it. I kind of thought it was a little above. I kind of thought Milwaukee, like, more, they took it. like, once they seen that the Superman was locked down, the Greek freak, right? especially on the road, another of them can hit a shot. My man, I must have seen, like, eight straight misses. Bricks, too. No, these were bad bricks. Right. Not even like some nice shots, you know, open. Straight up bricks from Brogdon Bledsoe. You know what I'm saying? And, and basically everybody. I mean, they just couldn't. Brooke Lopez couldn't even right. can anything. But let got me, exposed and Bledsoe definitely got exposed. Yeah, let me go through some numbers real quick. Uh, Raptors won 4-2. They lost the first two games, 108-100, 125-103. And then the Raptors won the last four games, 118-112. 120, 102, 105, 99, and 194 yesterday. And a couple of averages. Uh, Giannis only averaged 22.7, which is below his season average, so he definitely was contained. But that's the word I was trying to get for Boston to do to him. If Boston would have done what the Raptors did, Boston would have prevailed in the series. But it's hard, you know, it's easy to say, hard to do. As you can tell, Giannis took over that Boston series. But like you said, the Raptors got them long, lengthy guys. And they was able to double, triple team them, and nobody else can hit. Middle 10 uh, hit uh, average 13.7, Lopez 15.5, and Brogdon 13.5. It was not enough. For the Raptors, you had Kawhi 29.8, uh, pa- uh, Pasquale Siakam 14.5. Now, Kyle Lowry, we ain't mentioned. He, did a lot he had a great series. For a guy that me and you know, he disappears when it comes to playoff time, he averaged 19.2, which is five points over his regular season average. And that wasn't the thing that was most impressive. He had some big shots, Noah. And he defensively got a lot of charges. Yeah, steals. He, he, he did a lot more than I thought he was going to do. Now, offensively, I think he flops a lot. Right. And the referees fall for that. But a lot of players still flop. And, you know, his leadership and the way he was getting the crowd into it a lot was huge, especially at home. And, uh, I mean, he was definitely a catalyst in them winning that series. And I didn't expect it all because he always folds in the playoffs. Right. But 
I think playing with former teammates like Marcus Saul back in Memphis, he, he, you know, he knew this is my could be my last run. Right. This group Kawhi could be out of here. Got to show up, and he did. And uh, he made George Hill and Bledsoe just look like you know Sheldon. And another guy that everyone's gonna forget, but came off the bench. Van Fleet. Van Fleet. Yeah, Van Fleet. Danny Green big. didn't show me nothing. No, Green, Green only averaged about three point five. Yeah. Marcus Show was like missing. Marcus Show was hit and miss. Just like what normally Kyle Lowry is, but Lowry was right. more consistent. But Danny Green was Mr. Miss. No, no, no. Nothing. Green, Green was a, he was absentee. So, so I, I like what Van Vliet brought to the table. Yeah, Van Vliet definitely showed that. And Norman Powell averaged about 13 points. But, you know, Norman Powell's one of those guys when he's in Canada, he shows up. And on the road, you just don't put him in because he ain't going to do it. Now, real quick, before I go to my next subject, do you think uh, the Raptors are a better opponent for Dub Nation or you thought Milwaukee would have been? You know, the Raptors beat Golden State during the regular season. They beat them twice, and, which and means they, nothing. And, and the Bucks beat them, too, I think, once. I think they went right. one one So, you, going off that, you can't really say it, But I think, matchup-wise, I think the Bucks would have been a better team yeah. because of the length of Giannis. But Kawhi is still Kawhi Leonard. And then he showed a couple years ago when he had that game one with the Spurs, and it was up 23, and then Zaza, you know, kind of did a dirty play right. stuff and got, got hurt. They look like they were going to get in the series. Now, yeah, yeah, yeah. Been, that might, that might, this might be a little better team than that Spurs team because they were a little bit long in the tooth at that time. Right. But this could be a more prime quiet with a little bit of revenge on his mind. So Not only that, they got team. home court. Yeah, home court. Revenge, and he's got more weapons than he had right. on that Spurs and if, team. And if Kevin Durant doesn't come back, Kawhi will be the best player on the floor out of both teams. So it'll be a good series. We'll just uh, we'll find out in the first right, you know, game. Right you know, they call it Kawhi the Terminator in uh, Toronto, right? Right, that's what I heard. And, and like I board. told you before, the only Terminator that was ever called in Canada was Tom Henke, the closer of the Toronto Blue Jays right. back in the 90s. So the dumb to give him his name is called this guy's the super truth. Okay, let's move on uh, to the uh, other series, which wasn't that intriguing. Dub Nation beat, you know what I'm saying, the Blazers four games to nothing. I thought Toronto was going to come and show up. I mean, the Blazers were going to – I mean, I'm here calling them Toronto. Portland. I thought Portland Trail Blazers were going to show up. I said they're going to show the Splash Brothers that these guys is as equal as dumb. I was totally wrong because the Splash Brothers numbers annihilated Blazers' numbers. Not, not to mention that Curry and them all hit them shots when it counted, and Lillard and McCullum couldn't do nothing. So we're going to go through this quick. This is a four-zip game. We're going to go through this quick. I want you to take on that series real fast. I mean, without Nurkic, it's going to be tough in general. But not having that third wheel, I mean, Evan Turner gets paid all that money and it doesn't show up. Yep. I mean, he doesn't produce nothing offensively. Defensively, he's good. Rebounds, steals, good glue guy, but just wasn't bringing it up to the table. Because you can't just rely on Lillard and McCollum to carry all the weight. And especially one of them having an off game against that offense, and Harkless is your third leading right. scorer. I mean, Harkless, that can't happen. That can't happen. Harkless is just—he's more of an athlete, you know. He's not a, a shooter, but especially and they, but guys like Aminu, they didn't really show up. So even though Golden State's uh, team is a little decimated, missing Cousins, missing Iguodala a couple of the games, <coughs> missing Durant obviously, they were able to run their offense that they ran a couple of years ago, and it was just too easy. Even when well, they I'm were not going to say I'm even not, when they were down. Yeah, I'm not going like to say they were still in that game. Yeah, I'm not going to say too easy because three of the four games, yeah, they were down, they down 17, but 18, and 17. You never thought it was over though. You oh no, knew, no, no deep. No. You always knew it's just going to take a nice 10-0 run here to end yeah, the quarter. Yeah, and all of these were like second quarter leads, early yeah. third quarter. Matter, right. But um, Dub Nation proved why they champions. 
And, uh, you know, they came out and peep out. And let me give you some numbers real fast. Uh, I actually got this from my little man. Uh, he's family. Steph Curry scored more points in that four-game series than anybody in NBA history. He scored 146 points. He averaged 36.5 against two of the best guards in the game. That's what do you have to say about that, bro? The way that Steve Kerr is changing the offense around. Instead of iso ball with Durant, right. it's back to running and gunning and, and just... So it's all Kerr got nothing to do with Curry? Yeah, oh, it does, of course. It has a lot to do with Curry. <laughs> but distributing that ball and knowing that I got a weapon over here in Thompson in the corner, I got a weapon over here with Draymond and the wing, I got weapons all over the place. The only person that missing is Harrison Barnes from that 2015 team. It's almost the same offense, except they've been doing it a lot more now. Yeah. showing up. It was, it's, it's just tough to stop five guys that are just knowing how to, how to run a great offense. And when you only have two guys that are even all-stars and the other three are, you know, not, not even close to that level, you're missing just too, too much down there. It was, too it, much it, nation. It was, it was not. It, I, w- I was hoping to make it, you know, it was going to be at least a five-game series, maybe even six, but Golden State was just too much. I thought it would be, I thought it would be sick. But let me mention also, uh, only time ever that two teammates got it recorded a triple double. Draymond Green recorded a triple double, and uh, Steph Curry also recorded a triple double. And uh, let's go to our next question, man. They, they just rolled through the Blazers. I, I don't know if you the Blazers. I don't know where you go through here. I know Nurkic wasn't there, but I don't even think. I think even if Nurkic played, it probably would have went five, six max. So Portland's got a lot of things to do to fix up if they want to win the championship. Now I got a question for you, Kawhi Leonard. You know what? Before we go to Kawhi Leonard, we're going to go on break. We're going to come right back. Don't go nowhere. We got some bills to pay. We're going to go on Kawhi Leonard if he's going to stay in Canada. Don't go nowhere. We'll be right back. A little break. That's all it is. You know what I mean? So we can get our little thoughts together. Um, next question. We're going to keep it at the NBA, bro. A lot of people feel Kawhi getting to the chip, that kind of like locked it down where he's going to re-sign with the Raptors. Are you sold on that? And if you're not, explain why to the peoples. I'm going to, if they win it all, do you stay? That's, that's the question. If they don't win it all, I still think he's going to go because he knows that this is just a stop in the road. I, that's what I think. Now, a lot of people are saying that, oh, he's a team player type guy. You know, he's one. And why did he leave the Spurs? Because they're more of a, they are a team, more of a team than anybody else. In the no, there was a lot of, there was a lot of issues there. They're still a, a team, though. No, no, but what I'm saying, it was behind the scene issues. That's like what the training line of Tom. You know, once you get once you get like the foul shit well, happening. Why use the team as the excuse as a why you you know I'm I'm not a I'm not a I don't care about being the best player I care about being the best team that's what you said. Right. So that when I heard that I was like ah well I think he's I think he's out of there. But if they win it all, which is you know a tough tall order against Golden State, I think he might kind of be forced to stay because you know first year gets the title and then bounces. You don't see that happen a lot. But if they lose, I think it's a way for him to get out. And I think there's more money on the table, and you can get with better players if you get out of Toronto, especially in Los Angeles. There's so many options for him because, you know, he's one of the best players in the league. Do whatever Easy. he wants. Easy. And I think there's more money on the table out there for him. If I'm him, I'm going for a match. I don't know if there's more team. money because they said they're they 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 offering the most, max. But I don't think they're going to do that. I think but they are. If they win, 
different. But if they don't win, I think people are going to break off, <coughs> you know, how, how it is every year. The East is still going to be, you know, LeBronless, so anybody can make that run to the title. But you never know. It's no, but there's a lot of competitive teams, There though. is, but... You know, Philly, Boston, it's not as easy as people see, think. It's just no LeBron. I don't see Toronto just doing this, like, you know, like a dynasty, like coming back next year, coming out of the year. I don't want to say it was a fluke coming through the Eastern Conference because it was a lot of tough teams. But I just, I don't know, it's just too many pieces to try to. So to where will you think he'll go at then? I think, I still think Los Angeles is a good destination. Yeah, but why go Clippers. west when LeBron and everybody's the over Clippers? there? I think the Clippers, he can definitely go. Doc Rivers is a good enough coach. Right. I mean, but won't they have to get KD with him? No, I don't think they have to get KD with him. Yeah, but why go to the Clippers? Because the, the team they bigger got market, now. Bigger market. Yeah, okay. One point. I agree with that. The team they got now is Billy, but Toronto got the same it's kind of team. It's still the East, though. It's still the East. If you can break out of the West, that's where he was at. Right. So that's, that's what, my, what, I'm, what I'm thinking is going through. But I don't know what's going through his head because I don't even think he. Sometimes I don't know if he's even there all the way. Right. When it comes to off the court stuff. Inside the court, he's one of the best. I think his uncle runs his mind for him, if you ask me, but, you know. So I can't really, I, I really don't know what he's going to do. But I do think if they do win it all this year, then he stays. I'm right, right, right. He's king of Toronto, king of Canada. But if they don't win, it's the way he can just get out and go somewhere. But that's, I mean, that's what I would do. Right. Well, my take is like, if they get embarrassed in the finals, like what? four zip, I think that might be enough to him to register them old thoughts he had of being out of there. But I think the fact that they made it to the finals, and if they give Golden State everything they can handle and lose, I think he'd be the dumbest player right now not to stay over there because they loving you over there, Kawhi Leonard. Matter of fact, I'm going to talk to Kawhi Leonard. My man, you guard in Toronto right now. You got a lot of businesses that already said everything is free for you. The only thing you need to complete this guard situation for you is to get a street name after you. But you got to win a championship before you get that, bro. You stay in Toronto right now, that's the best thing you could do for your career. And trust me, that GM will get him parts that he needs. So whatever they lacking, they could get another free agent and give Kawhi the max. You got to get rid of guys like Danny Green and them. Marcus show all these guys in the 20 M's who ain't produce. I'm Kawhi Leonard. You take the max contract and you stay in Toronto. They're already calling you the Terminator over there. My man, live it up, man. So what if it's a small market? You get in max dollars. You a down low type of player anyway. You don't like all that light on you. You never liked that light on you. In San Antonio, when you was the man, you didn't even act like the man. Go to Toronto, get that contract, bro. And with that, we're going to go to my next free agent. Maybe, I, uh, I don't know if it's this year or next year, but Giannis, the Greek freak, that this contract went out this year or next year. Well, I'm hearing rumors that, uh, not from him, from his peoples, his camp, that uh, they think that he might be out of there, man, because the way they went out this year, unless they could make some really huge acquisitions, and they got a lot of free agents, and you know the numbers they threw at Giannis, right? Five years, 247 M's, which equivalents to 49.4 annually. How do you not take that, bro? It's hard to turn that much down. Not only that, he's the king of Milwaukee. I mean, he could be the king anywhere he go, but he's definitely that's the king the of Milwaukee. That's, 
small market, you can be the king anyway, like you said. I already heard all the rumors about the Lakers brought in Frank Vogel, but they also brought in Jason Kidd, and he's the reason they brought him in so they can pull in Giannis Antetokounmpo when his free agency begins. Or a possible and, trade, right? Right, right, I heard that If too. Giannis makes them feel too. like he's not resigning, they could do that big trade like they were going to do with Anthony Davis, but instead with the Greek. Well, that's the NBA, though. And that's okay. why the NBA is off season is so much more exciting than us. When the regular season starts, right. everybody knows the Warriors are going to win. And it's just not, the excitement's not there. Once the Warriors kind of break up, <coughs> Clay Thompson goes to the Lakers, like I think he, I think KD probably goes to New York, then it might, it might be back to how the NBA used to be, where it wasn't so predictable. And all these free agents, you know, with, you don't know where they're going to go because it's not. But just beat Golden State. But you think it's boring? But, no, I don't think it's boring. I still, I, I, I still, even I though Golden State going to win, it's still kind of fun. I, I, I think that a lot of these GMs and a lot of these players know, like, oh, you know, let's just wait, wait a couple more years and Golden State's out of here, and then we can yeah. make that run. Because right now they know no one's beating, is messing with them. And when once they break up, it's like, okay, now we can make our run because we know we can win. We actually win the whole thing. Who's going to beat that team? Yeah, but one thing about Golden State, when you say break up, you mean KD leaving? Right. Buggy leave. K staying. I already coming up. K staying. I don't know if he's staying. I think he is. But what I just saying. I don't know if they can offer him and Draymond that much money. Well, Draymond, they already said they're not going to give him thirty M's. If Draymond, if if he can take twenty five, and then they can still get. If you Draymond, you taking less money? No, I'm not. That's not less money. He's still an upgrade for him because he's making like nineteen twenty now. What you can make though from another team. I don't know, man. Draymond's got to know he ain't. He's got to know he ain't. He ain't that dude, man. Like he's a great. Do on a team, but he ain't never be the best player on a team. He's the heart of Golden State, but the heart doesn't mean he's the best player in Golden State. He's just the toughest dude on the team that keeps them pumped every game. So he is a key part of the team. But Curry and Clay are the dudes over there, man. They're the one that's going to get the max. But back, back to Giannis, um, what do you think is going to happen? I think he's leaving. I think, I think he has to leave. Because that's just not a big enough market. It's just not, you know, the East is kind of dead right now. But I'm telling you, once Golden State break up a little bit, and Durant's in the East, and you got more free agents in the East, I think Beal's going to leave Washington. I think a lot of these players are going to move around. He's one of them. I don't know if he's going to team up with, like, LeBron at the age of 37. But I think he's going to want to, you know, build his brand up more. But I hope, all right, you Giannis. Uh-huh. I'm the GM. I'm out. Look, I'm the GM. I'm out. I tell you, listen, you getting max. I'm out. You getting max, and I'm gonna bring you. And I'm gonna go after any player on the free agency that you want me to go after. You still out? Yeah, Milwaukee can't even afford all that. They, 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 no, they it, the it, best player is Chris Middleton. I know, but it's it's different in the NBA. It's a salary cap, so anybody could afford. It's just of course, right? Long as you stay. Baseball different. Baseball, if teams got the money, like Tampa Bay can't afford John Carlos. We know that. If they tell them they could bring Jimmy Buckets, J.J. Redick, a couple guys, would that be enough for Giannis to stay? Could be. You see him gone. I can see it in your face. You see him gone. But I think he's out of there. Oh, man. I mean, or else his whole career going to be in Milwaukee. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, shout out to Milwaukee. But for him, I just think he knows that they're – You think his brand brand can get higher. Right. He can make himself even more – he can be, like, in the top tier, like – LeBron James is and like the Kobe He could do that in Milwaukee. In Milwaukee. Kawhi Leonard's going to be there in Toronto so if he stays. So he already has that. Compare him to the big dog. You can compare him to Sam Cassell and all them. And, you know, I, I just don't see it. I just don't see it in Milwaukee happening for a star that good or how good he can be. 
I mean, he probably wins the MVP at the end of the year. Remember that? Yeah. And if that happens, I mean, that's going to already put his name above on a pedestal kind of. Right, right. <clears throat> so when that free agency year does come around, he's going to have a lot of suitors, especially if he keeps getting better and, and keeps developing at his age. Well, I know one thing that didn't help was dumb losing four straight. Of course. He got exposed. Yeah. He got exposed. He feels like he know they double, triple team. I don't think he had more of a bad series more than Toronto played great defense on him. You didn't have a lot of help. Because what can you do when you got these tall dudes locking you down? You didn't have like, a lot of help. You gotta, exactly. You got to have a Ray Allen. You got to have a guy on the side that can that, knock them But down. this is what I'm saying. You can't have an Eric Blood. GM sits him down. Say, we're going to make changes. You know, we're going to keep Chris Middleton. Middleton's been solid. He had a bad series, but he's been solid. We're going to try to get Jimmy Buckets and like a J.J. Redick. Would that be enough to say, Giannis, you know what? You ready to it sign this max deal? It could. Yeah, but I think really all that don't matter. It's all in his head. But if he wants to go, he's going to be gone. If he thinks it's enough to win, of course, he'll probably stay. But I think he's more not out the door, but it's kind of like to me yeah. like when James Harden left Houston. Right, right. Okay, so you know what, man? Real simple. Giannis, oh, Oklahoma City, I mean, for you. take that max deal. You know what I mean? Get that 247 and uh, – Take this team to a whole other level, man. You could be the captain, the guard, and anything that Milwaukee never had, you could be that dude. Now, let's go to something else. This is a topic I want to hit on, man. Magic Johnson leaving L.A. I got so many different scenarios on this. I even got boss lady hit me up yesterday on some she think is Jeannie Buss's fault. And she got her reasoning because, you know, we kind of got that ratchet sport thing going, and she think it kind of falls under that category. So I want to hear your take. I would like to hear my boy Diaz's take, but unfortunately we can't. Your take on Magic Johnson. On why he left? Yes. Uh, I'm going to say. Gibby, I want it. I like, don't hold nothing back. We're going to let him have it if we're feeling that way. He just couldn't be the man. He, he wanted to be the man to make the decision. Explain what that means to the peoples. When he took his job as president, I thought I think he thought he was gonna have his hand in making more of these decisions, not just be the hey, this is the face, I'm the face of the Lakers, I'm Magic Johnson. He, you know, he thought he was gonna be my. I, I want this done, it's gonna happen, and it didn't. Because he's magic, right? Magic, but the fact that he's got so many other things going on, he's got so many other businesses he owns and stuff that he runs. He's got the Dodgers, he's got this and that. It was hard for him to build, like, or you got to have 100% of your energy and everything in here with the Lakers. And you can't really do that when you got all this other stuff going on and you Magic Johnson. So, so whose fault is that? I don't think it's, it's, it's a mixture of both, really, because he, he thought he was getting one thing. He was told he was getting one thing. Right. And then Palenka and all them said, no, nah, it's going to be this way. And he just said, ah, I'm just going to run with it then. And he got, <laughs> when he got LeBron, it was, oh, man, we, you know, we're going to be all right. Gonna just, he thought his job was done already. Yeah, it's just. We, I got LeBron, I ain't got to do nothing else. He knew he had to do a little bit more, especially in the offseason. But it didn't really pan out the way it, it, you know, the way it was supposed to be. LeBron gets hurt on Christmas and the team drops out of the playoff run. And then it was just, there become a laughing stock now, like the Kardashians. Now they turn into, like, the, you know, the laughing stock like they was before they got LeBron. Right. We don't know what's going to happen with Lonzo and. LeVar and all them, what they do with this fourth pick, because it, it kind of fell into their lap, it could be crucial here. They, they could use this as a piece. If they get Anthony Davis, it could, it could all work out. Right. So, it, and it's all with the foundation of what Magic did. It's kinda, it kind of reminds me of what Phil Jackson did a little bit in New York. The only thing he did right was Porzingis. 
And I don't want to say the only thing Maddox did right was. Oh my God, Phil, Phil was horrible. Right, right. He was and still a ten million. The only thing he and did I'm right happy was. he did because I don't like James right. Dolan. No, nobody. So did. you know what? Good that he stole money from. I'm just mad he didn't help my Knicks really, no, he man. Didn't. He didn't at all. So at the end of the day, you could say Maddox didn't really do much either because the guys he got, you know, D'Angelo Russell, and they, they're all out of there and they're doing better. The one guy that he got LeBron though, that was that, huge. That's, that's that was huge. That's why I compared him. Magic's to the only one I could have made that after Palenka wouldn't have that. That's happen. why I, that's, compared to Phil, the only thing Phil did right was getting Porzingis. Only thing Magic kind of really did right was yeah, but you can't LeBron. compare that Porzingis no, no, and, and um just saying, LeBron. It was one good thing. Okay, okay. One good thing that they did before they got out. But I think he he's glad he's out of there. You could tell by. His, the way no, he got a load off his shoulder. Right, the way he's on Twitter now, he's back to the way he was. He's yeah, just, yeah, he's know. back to magic. But let me tell you something. Okay, this is my take real quick. And uh, forgive me if I come out a little disrespectful uh, or wrong. Come. I know it's coming. Um, I'm a big fan of Irvin Magic Johnson. He's my favorite basketball player. I got nothing to do with about what I'm about to say right now. He knew the Lakers situation was in disarray. He knows, he's smart enough to know you cannot go halfway in this situation. I don't want to hear nothing about, oh, but Jimmy Buss said it's all right. I can come when I want because I got other bit. Man, F all that. You got Palenka. You got all these cats 12 hours a day trying to get this L.A. stuff right. This dude come out of nowhere I want Luke Warren. No, no, no. You're not here enough for that. You got to be in here with us as we, we coming up with these ideas. We're trying to configurate what's what. You don't just come out the blue, talk about who you want out. I don't care if you Irving Magic, whatever. You cannot do that, dog. If you took this job and you getting that money, me being Palenka, I'm going to tell Magic to say, yo, yo, hold on, hold up, dog. You want, a, you want a shot call? You got to be here a little more. I don't care about your other businesses. Your other businesses do not need you as much as we need you here. Them things are running on its own. It don't need you to be there. All you got to do is collect checks when you're over there. This Laker thing, we need you. Look how messed up this shit is. All right, you got LeBron. I'll give you a clap for that. But the job doesn't end there. Magic? Now, I'm going to admit that Jeannie Buss play her part also. Bringing in all these guys with say-so, that also was a bad thing to do for Jeannie Buss. She should have just left it Palenka magic and gave Palenka maybe the upper hand because he's there day and night. But she bring in a cat I think named Harris, if I'm right. I heard Kobe, whatever Kobe was saying behind the scenes, they were taking that also in. So that's where it got crazy for magic. And Magic bounce. But me knowing Irving Magic Johnson, not knowing him personally, but knowing about him, he should have known that when he took this job, that he had to stick his nose right in where, where, where it was at. Not no long distance like he's doing with the Dodgers. They don't need him for the Dodgers because he doesn't know baseball players like he know basketball players. So there's a difference over there. All he got to do is, you want to sign him for them? You want me to holler at him? Okay, I'll holler at him and then sign him a check. Go get him like he did LeBron. But basketball is totally different. He knows talent. That's why he went after Anthony Davis so hard. So my thing is, I'm, I, as much as I love Magic, he's got as much blame as this as anybody else. But he went on first take and made it look like, you know, like he always going to make it where it got a little too funny for him. He threw a lot of people under the bus. Right. 
and kind of made himself look like the good guy again. And I didn't feel him for that. Like I said, I love magic. But he should have took a lot of that heat himself. He should have just said, listen, I didn't fit the job, even though Jeannie said that I could come whenever I want. I should have done more for the organization. Because if you remember what he said in the beginning, let's bring the Lakers back. I want Showtime back. How are you going to get Showtime back when you ain't back? Well, you want time a week in it? You ain't doing nothing, Irvin. And with that, I'm going to leave it like that, man, because I'm just going to keep going. I'm For real, I'm just going to keep going. Uh, let's go to Stanley Cup, man. <laughs> you know what? Before we get into Stanley Cup, we're going to be right back. Lucky we on time restraint because I was going to go in for another 10 minutes on this topic. But we go, we be right back. Don't go nowhere because stuff is just starting to get heated up in here, man. Crazy there, or well, I got a little crazy there. But like uh, Noah Parker said, we're going to put some ice on the situation right now. We're going to go to the NHL Stanley Cup where you got the St. Louis Blues at the Boston Bruins. Noah's going to talk a little bit about the series, and he's also going to give you guys a lean on the series. And so that you guys know right now, the Bruins are minus 150 to win the series, and the Blues are plus 130. Those are the last numbers, correct? A little higher now. Oh, it, it moved again? Because yeah. well, I, I had it 55-35, but you told me it was 50-30. Right. Now, where is it now? Now 65-70 now. Bruins, so, okay, let's leave it at 170. Bruins 170, Blues plus 150. Yo, take. That's a lot. That's a lot of juice right there to take Boston, <clears throat> especially in a series. I mean, if you really think they're gonna win, you can Probably, lay that. Yeah, you course. can lay that. But remember, it's hockey too, where there's a lot of random, right? You know, a lot of puck luck, <coughs> a lot of stuff that happens. And, you know, in hockey, there's one thing too that there isn't in, in a lot of the other sports. The momentum carries when the goalie's playing hot. It's hard to get off him. It's like, especially if he's rolling, he's rolling. Now, the thing with Boston is, you know, they got one of the best players in Tuka Rask, who's a great goalie, too. But they're coming off a sweep, but a lot of rest. Now, last time, last year in the Stanley Cup, Las Vegas Golden Knights played the um, Washington Capitals, coming off, you know, coming off a sweep, too, and they rested for like a week and a half. <coughs> Capitals so it worked played, against they, them. They played a seven-game series after seven-game series. So you're always you, so like you can play it, you know, practice, you know, right. but it's not the same as game time speed. <clears throat> so they came out a little bit. You can see it was a little bit slow last year. Yeah, flat. It was flat. Capitals took that series as a dog, plus 140 dog. Now I'm not saying the same thing's gonna happen this year. I'm just saying that that is a factor. There is there is a uh, it, you get rust right in, in in hockey, especially in seven-game series. So I, that could be one factor on why you can lean towards. St. Louis. Who do you those. like, though? Forget about all that factor shit. I'm telling you why I like Who do you team. like? Okay, I, I like Boston more because they're just a better team. Okay, that's what I want. But I can, I'm giving you a case of both sides. Okay, okay. You know, I'm not going to give you a side that I really, you know, I don't know if I'm going to bet this. It's just too much juice. No, the reason why I'm saying who do you like is you know your hockey yeah, shit. Yeah, I know a little, you know. And I know that you, you have a side, so right. that's why I'm coming like that. You should not get any value with Boston right now. Right. I think they split the first two games, Okay. And then whenever St. Louis wins that game, that first game, then I think that's when you do take the series price on Boston. Yeah, yeah, because you'll get a better, you'll get a better value. You might get plus money. You'll get no, I think think you'll get like one ten, right? One ten. Okay, okay. But that's still a better price than one seventy. The reason why I thought plus money because now 
the blue to get home ice, home, right. home ice. But still, they're good enough to where they can. That's what I think happens. They win one of those games back in St. Louis. Right, right. Because St. Louis hasn't really been that as strong at home. But they got you know a hot young goalie in Binghamton. and he's playing he's playing just as well. And you know, they took care of the Sharks, the team I thought had that had the talent to go all the way. But I thought your Sharks, Sharks was going to win, they, man. They ran into injuries. So I thought they was going to win. That was a great pick too, by the way. And yeah, they ran into injuries. Happens. St. Louis is probably the the best opponent for Boston though right now just because of how good their goalie is. Right. St. Louis. And they got you know, they got enough they got enough talent where they can beat them, but can they beat them, you know, in a seven game series? I don't see them beating them four times. I think it's just five, maybe six games total. Right. And Boston wins. But I would like I said, I would wait for one of those home games Boston loses. Right, right. I think they'll get one lucky like now nah, they go two like zip. They go two zip and your theory. No value. Yeah, yeah your theory's out the window. But right now I'm not it's hard to get any value at one seventy anyway. I mean, right, you know, it's, it's really a tough series because you know you want to take the plus one fifty with St. Louis and just ride it out, but I think that's just dead money. So either way, it's going to be a good Stanley Cup Finals, and uh, we, and we don't really talk about hockey on this show unless it gets until it gets to this point. Right, right. But you know, I've been watching pretty much this whole way. Boston's got, you know, they got the guys. And I hate to say it because Boston seems like they win every every Damn, sport. Boston's like in every sport. Yeah. Like Celtics made a run for it last year. I mean, second round this year, they lost. New England won. The Red Sox won. I do you remember when New York had it like yeah. that, man? Tough now right it's now. Boston. Tough right now, believe me. I'm, I'm rooting for St. Louis right. in my heart, but my money would say Boston. Yeah, uh, well, I like the Blues, y'all. Don't put no money on them. It's just like, just like the Blues. It's just something about the Blues. I think they're going to make this upset happen. Take the Blues, but don't put no money on the Blues. Don't put no money on the Blues. Okay, uh, let's go to the NFL. I mean, it's not really nothing much, but something happened that kind of drew my attention. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers signed former uh, defensive tackle, the Dominican Sioux, to a one-year deal worth $9.25 million, and when the Senate, it can hit $10 million. I want your take, and I'm going to give you my take on this pickup right here. Now, the guy that got rid of the Bucks, his name was uh, McCoy. McCoy, right. Yeah, injuries, injuries <clears throat> right. kind of nagged. He was there for a long time. Yeah, by seven, eight years. I mean, I don't want to say he's a replacement for him, but kind of is, I think. Right. They want to pay, you know, all that money long term. But it'd be funny to me, I think, if McCoy says, you know, I'm going to the Patriots. Like, he might. Yeah, I, He's the perfect type of guy the Patriots right pick in, up right. and, and for no money, for like basically the lead, the lead minimum. And then Dominic Sue, <coughs> who's been kind of bouncing around lately, didn't show me much. In St. Louis, especially when you got a guy like Aaron Donald in the, I mean, didn't show me much. I, I honestly, I didn't really hear his, hear his name as much as Los Angeles. Right, right, with the Rams. Yeah, right. Los Angeles. But I didn't hear his name as much as I would have. I thought I was gonna hear, you know, when he first signed with them, thinking he's linking up with this, you know, all-star defensive line. So I don't know if he's getting to that point where he's over the hill, or he just is not executing and not performing as much as he should be, especially if he's getting that kind of money. Because of who he is. Yeah. So I mean, I, it's probably a good pickup because they had to replace McCoy. It's a lot of money, I think, for a guy <laughs> like him. But I, I don't, I don't see him. I don't see the Bucks. You know, it's not going to move the needle for me at all. The Bucks aren't going to, you know, win a couple more games after this too. Right. So, it, to me, they, they have a lot of other things they need to work on fixing than the, the, the defensive tackle. Right. Well, you got a good point on replacing McCoy, but he definitely fell off. I remember when Sue was with the Lions, he used to get double team on every play. 
He goes to the Rams. They double teaming Aaron Donald. And this guy still ain't getting off. I mean, Shoe couldn't get it more better than that where the double team is not on him, it's on his, on his peer. And he still didn't do anything. So to me, he fell off. I think it's a, it's a good signing for the Bucs because they need to replace McCoy. But I don't know if 10 M's was the answer. I would have probably offered them five, six M's. Not saying he would have signed, but that's just too much for a guy that can't get off, can't get off the line of one guy blocking him. So that's where I'm at with that. And, Shu, you just fell off, man. And that's where we're going to go with that. Now we're going to the diamond. Uh, yeah, we're giving you all a little bit of everything. That's what we do on the Al York Sports Show. We give you all a little bit of everything, but we keep it real with everything. We're going to bring up the uh, Philadelphia Phillies. Before today, they was 31-21, first place in the National League East. Uh, my thing to you is, can the Phillies sustain what they're doing now, and maybe even go get better? Or you think they just going to be an average team, not make the playoffs? No, they, they, because of their division, Marlins trash. Right. The Nationals, since they lost Harper. Not I'm not sure. counting them out just yet because they're pitching staff. They're bad. They're bad. No, they got three. You could throw Corbin in there. No, I'm not. He had a good start yesterday, but I'm, I'm Corbin's kind of, to me, he's a year after what he was I mean, in, in Arizona. He had I, injuries and everything. I, know, I, think, I think the surgery is to the point now where he's pitching again, but I agree, I agree with you last year where he was giving it up. But I think Corbin is back is what I'm saying. But, yeah, you're right. And Atlanta. I mean, he gets swept by the Mets. It was pretty bad for them. That's horrible. Washington. That's not pretty bad. At, Atlanta's a good team offensively. Love Atlanta. A couple good starting pitchers. If Fulton gets it right, they'll be all right. If Teron pitches like he's used to, they'll be good. But their bullpen is so bad. They got to get Kimbrell. We were talking about they that yesterday. Somebody no, no, Kimbrell to get the three out, but they still need more middle relievers. Right. Yeah. That's their problem. Because they, they're winning games, but then they're blowing it late. Yeah, they're blowing games late. I think they've lost 14 games this season where they had the lead, or 15 games. They lost they yesterday. The it was up like 3-2, three, two, three, two, and they gave it up in the eighth right. inning. So it's happening. It's an epidemic for them. They got to they gotta show up that bullpen. They should have done this in the offseason. Right. But let's, let's stick to the Phillies, though. But I'm talking about everybody in that division, though. Okay, okay, okay. And that's why they can win that division. Easy, going away. Wow, Cause easy? Because you got to play all those teams. Bones. Marlins, terrible. Mets are going to fall. So eventually. you don't think Lamb's going to give them everything they can handle? How about, nah, they, get, nah. how about they pick up Kimball? Maybe, but I don't think Kimball goes there. Okay. I just don't see. So you don't think Atlanta being a good team can't get no a real good arm? They're a good team, but they go to Yankees and and get Zach Britton or somebody that could get three outs. Yeah, they try. They got somebody there. They got Newcomb who was coming off the injury uh, list. He's kind of like the eighth inning guy now. He's the guy. They got Winkler. They got Luke Jackson. Them guys is garbage, man. A lot of bums on that and that uh. That staff, and there's a lot of work that needs to be done to fix that because a lot of the way baseball is playing now, these starting pitchers are only playing are only pitching five innings. So it means you got to play the second half of every game with this bullpen. And if that offense isn't, you know, going 100 miles an hour, I love this guy, the guy Austin Riley they got. You know, they, he might be replacing Enciarte. Acuna Jr. is a beast. Beast. Freddie Freeman. I love Freddie. I was telling my man Goose yesterday. I love Freddie Freeman. And Donaldson, if he could be anything or what he was, because Donaldson's only been in the league eight, nine years. It's not like he's old. He just got to get the timing back and his injury's good. Donaldson's a great pickup for them. Right. Swanson. A lot of guys on this team can hit. Swanson. So there's nothing wrong with the offense and the starting rotation. If they got short of that bullpen, they'll definitely get the Phillies a run. 
That's the only team I think that has a chance to give them a run. The Mets, I don't see it too many. Say that again? The Mets. Mets is trash, right? New York is a lot of Mets. I think your dudes is trash, man. It's just hard to watch that team, especially how bad Cano's playing right now. And a guy I used to really kind of look up to. So they got a bunch of journeymen, like a basketball oh, Carlos team. Carlos Gomez like, and my man. Hachavaria. Too many oh, guys my, that you bring at least I like him. He's still young. Yeah, but, but they got guys like Wajah Davis. Yeah, these guys are gonna produce. Gomez. No. Keep naming those um has been. Yeah, just not gonna happen. Uh, they picked up Irvin Santana. Yo, what are you doing? Like for that, you let the rookies play. If you gonna let these guys play? Right, man. The only, the only bright spot on that team right now is Pete Alonso. Yeah, and I like Diaz as a closer. Yeah, yeah, that's it. But I think he's out of there by a trading deadline. Right, right, right. I don't see uh, they're making a run for this. So that's why, that's why, at the end of the day, I think Man, the Phillies... That's just like the Knicks. They the trash. who are not really that good of a team to me, the Phillies, but they'll still win that division going away. Right, right. All right, then. Uh, there you go. So you, you like the Phillies to sustain? Just because the rest of the division is so bad. Well, I got 30 seconds. Uh, Phillies will sustain, but Atlanta Braves are going to give them everything they can handle. I think they'll make this Kimbrough pickup because he used to play with Hot Atlanta. Yeah, Hot Atlanta. And once they get the bullpen solidified, watch out. I think the Braves even can win the National League East. And with that, we'll be right back. Don't go nowhere. Noah Parker, Al York Sports. We'll be right back. Two special individuals, two guys on our team. They work behind the scene. We got Johnny Full Throttle to my up, left. And we got Big Diaz. I saw he want to be named. D, I don't want no front name, just Big Diaz. Diaz Mackey. Diaz Mackey. Okay. Uh, we going out of the box, y'all. And this is something I like to do once you know, every show. Something that's not really normal, but it's normal, whatever that means. And we're going to start with Johnny Full Throttle. If you was a GM and you could take one of these two players in a prime okay. to go to your organization, I, wanted to, I want you to name me what player and why. Ready? Yeah. We're going to start off with Akeem the Dream Olajuwon. And he averaged 21.8 for his career, 11.1 rebounds, 2.5 assists, Hall of Fame, etc. I don't have to say all that. The second guy is Shaquille O'Neal, a.k.a. Shaq, and 10 other names he got. Uh, he averaged 23.7 for his career, 10.9 rebounds, 2.5 assists, and also Hall of Fame, multiple All-Star games, etc. Give us who you got to take. Oh, that's a tough one. Um, Hakeem was the more skilled, technical, fundamental player, but um, Shaq was in his prime. I would say the Lakers was more dominant, so I would go with Shaq, even though that Shaq era was the most weakest center era ever. Right. But I would take Shaq because of his uh, physical dominance. And that's it. That would be it. That would be Can you give me a little more than that? He was just physical dominant. Nobody was able to stop him. Hakeem would have, would have way more moves. Right. That's what I want to hear. Like Dream. But, they couldn't stop Dream either. And right. Dream played when the centers wasn't even that weak. Yeah, I agree. You had a lot of centers. That's when Shaq Admiral, was Everybody was out there. But Shaq yeah. was able to – he wasn't as good as Hakeem yet. But he right. was able. To, he was still a top three center at that time. Right. But prime dominant Lakers. Shaq was just too physical dominant. He'd just get the ball, dunk it. He had scored sixty points. How much he averaged in three years? Like thirty. 
and what, 12 rebounds? Right, so, right. High twenties. Yeah, high twenties. So he was just to me just a more physical dominant player. To me, Hakeem was just a more skilled player. So who do you think was a better team player though? You I mean probably, You don't want to let you off the hook too. Yeah, per, personality wise, probably Hakeem was more of a um team player, but you can't say Shaq, they won three they won three peak. Right, right. So, I mean, Kobe Bryant had a lot to do with that. Would you agree? But yeah, but also Shaq was the main guy that was the dominance of that team. Okay, he did win three M- M- NBA Final MVPs, so, so you got a point there. So at the point, I would have to just I edge it off to Shaq. It is, it's a, it's a either one, but I edge it off to Shaq just because he's a more dominant. There you go. There you player. go. That's a good answer, brother. We're gonna go to Diaz Mackey. We're going with Akeem. Ooh, like this. Going with Akeem. Quick. Uh, Akeem was, first of all, a better teammate. Uh, all the selfishness and stuff like that that Shaq had with competing with Kobe and stuff like that. Um, Akeem was more talented. Akeem had a jump shot. Uh, he had a drive. He had the dream shake. Akeem was just an all-around better player and a mm-hmm. rebound. Like, Did you say a jump shot, though? Yeah, Akeem had that 15 Yeah, he had a 15. He had a 15. Yeah, yeah. Go glass on him like Tim Duncan and all that. Yeah. He was more fundamentally sound. It was the dream. I mean, look what he did with Houston, even in college. You know what I mean? He took them to the final four. So, King was a way better player. Okay, okay. We're going to build my friend. There you go. We got one more. Noah Park. Now, for me, take your time. We got time. Take them both. What both said. Dominance, of course, is there. Skill levels far more superior, especially because. He was just more of an athlete. He played Akeem was dominant too when they went one on one when the right. was younger than Orlando. He beat him a Akeem couple times. Akeem got that championship. Right. I'm going to I was, my I, was, I, was, I, was, I was gonna I was gonna go into that too, but as a GM though, I'm seeing where the, I mean the money could be made out of Shaquille just because he's bringing in more. He's that type of that attitude. He's a brand. He's a brand name. He's had movies. He was a more Hollywood guy. As a GM, I'd want more of that just because I know that's gonna bring in the money. It's gonna have. It's going to put the bus in the seats and all that. You know what? Let's take that part out again. Okay, that's, that's let's go, the reason let's why go, I'm going to go Shaq. Let's go skill set. I just want skill set. I got to go with Keem. But Talk to us why. It, because of kind of what... Um, no, we want to hear you. We don't want to hear what he said. No, we want to hear what because he, dom, I mean, dominance, of course, is huge. Because in that era, the early 2000s, the late 90s, I mean, of course, he was that dominant to take three different teams to the finals. Right. I mean, that, that's going to show you right there how dominant it was. They had to change some of the rules in the NBA for him. Okay, I like he that. Was, he was, I mean, that, that the three the three finals with Kobe doesn't tell me everything I need right, to hear, but right. I like that. Right. So, if you're going with a skill set, it's it's almost like a push. It's almost a half and half. But the push because Shaq has already admitted that he couldn't guard Elijah. Right. right. Like, they right. had to have Rodman. But but <laughs> if we're going one on one, then okay, it's different. But if you're going just Shaq against the league and Akeem against the league. I might go Shaq, but if you're going one on one, I'm going to Keem all day. So it, it really is. That was a young Shaq too. You think Hakeem would have been able to stick that laser Shaq? Shaq too. Yeah. I doubt it. Three hundred twenty ten percent muscle. That's a good point. He was more lean young. too back then, so he wasn't as. Which means that he wasn't out. able to be agile and defend as easy. But he was tumbling and all but that. Shaq, stuff. Shaq never went off where he's skilled. If you really looked at him, he did. He bumped shoulder, Harry. Yeah, Shaq was on Shaq some like. Shaq you skilled. Don't. That's why he's Sure Sure domination, yeah. like he was more. Now you give him the book. Listen, nobody. If Shaq get a position inside, you history. I mean, that's because of your skill, though. Shaq had a drop step. You know what I mean? Shaq had fundamentals. He had the, the jump hook and stuff like that. But he had to couldn't hit a foul shot. He couldn't hit a foul shot. He had to learn that stuff. 
Yeah, he was yeah. like fifty percent. They used the big hand oh, for an excuse back If you look at Hakeem, Hakeem was only like sixty something percent from um. No, he's seventy-two. No, he's seventy-two. 72. 72. Yeah, I got the facts right here. I mean, seventy-two. That's money. Seventy-two back then. Yeah. That's better than LeBron shot this year. Yeah, that's three out of four. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> All right, so my take. I can't be a hypocrite. My favorite center of all time is Akeem the Dream. That's, that's my boy. I'm going to live and die with Akeem the Dream. I feel like, like what Diaz said, he's got all the moves. This guy is so good underneath. You don't know where he's going. He can hit from any angle when he do that dream shake. You try to foul him. He's making his foul shots. His defense is good. Shaq, yeah, Shaq was definitely a bigger force when positioned right inside, you know, inside of the paint. But you can't take nothing away from Akeem because Akeem can kill you from anywhere, like we just said. So he's also a force. It just Shaq looked nastier doing it. Like when he threw that dunk and pushed you out the way like he did Chris Dudley, <laughs> that was just crazy. Like, but what Akeem did to Shaq in the chip, and I know you're going to say he was young. But I never heard none of that young shit when he dominated everybody else. All of a sudden, he's young because Akeem took him to school. Right. But I didn't hear that young shit in LSU. I didn't hear none of that before that. So I got to go with my man, Akeem the Dream, Olajuwon. Yeah, it's tough, man. Y'all crazy. No, I got you. Because honestly, Sabonis works Shaq. And if Sabonis would have been younger, Portland would have had a, a few chances. Sabonis, too, too, did work Shaq. You ain't yeah. lying. But he also was a lot and that was the Lakers Shaq. And Sabonis was an old man by then. Yeah. Lottie used to get Shaq fixed. Lottie gave him Lottie. <laughs> yeah, Lottie was old. Yeah, if you had moves and all that, you was able to get Shaq, Shaq fixed. But I'm talking about on the offensive no. way more dominant. You know why I like Akeem? Whenever he faced all these big centers, do the homework if you think I'm lying. The Admiral, his numbers dominated the Admiral's numbers at the head. Ewing. 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 I mean, I had games... I had games where, like, where you only get 20 points, five rebounds, one block. Akeem, I have 31, 13, and six assists. Like, dominated Patrick Ewing. Dominated Shaquille yeah, O'Neal. Like, during that whole era, like, the early 90s, Hakeem was definitely the best center. Yo, sure. my man. The dream was incredible. He, he was always took his game to another level when he played that dude that they compared him to. Yeah. And that's why I got to run with the dream. Now, I'm not saying he's more aggressive than Shaq. Shaq made dudes look real suspect. But Akeem also did with those shakes. So he dug on you too. I got to say the dream. So you ended with the dream? The dream. Dream? Dream. Oh, you got dream? I'm taking a more dominant Shaq. All right, so we got 3-1, the dream. I mean, there's no wrong answer. Johnny Full Throttle got his points. You know, Shaq's definitely the biggest... I mean, they had to change the rules for Shaq. That alone is saying a lot. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Facts. They ain't changed no rules for Akeem. But what Akeem did, he showed up and showed out when he had You tell me who's the more skilled player, I would say Akeem. But you tell me who's the more dominant player, I would say Shaq. You'll say Akeem. <laughs> well, this is going forever. It takes, me, it takes me a few hours to come up with these out of the boxes. And I love every minute because look where we at with it right now. Even though we 3-1, but it's still a tug of war. And with that, thank you guys for tuning in. Tune in every Sunday, the Al York Sports Show, CWN Sports, Noah Parker, DS Mackey, Johnny Food Throttle, 
We all the team. Crystal Rooney. We love y'all. Tune in next week. See y'all. We Thank you for listening to the Al York Sports Show.